The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 124 of the PWT Cast. My name is Scrump, and this is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We bring you brand new episodes right here on this very feed every Monday. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWT Cast on Instagram and Twitter. Um, of course, as you can also find us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash PWT Cast. Full transparency, I promised you guys two episodes last week. I only dropped one. We're, and we'll get into as to how hectic work has been and, and things of that nature um as this is a two two episode and it landed on one of the busiest weeks at work um but uh this week i'll be dropping uh, trevor outlaw front of the show he's been helping me out with these movie reviews so we'll be dropping an episode uh for the harder they fall which is a fucking awesome awesome fucking western on netflix that i would highly recommend to anyone as well as it's Spider-Man this Spider-Man week this week. So, and with all this multiverse talk, we're going back to the first Spider-Man that did it. Uh, Trevor and I will be talking about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, my favorite, it's one of my favorite superhero movies. Just one of my favorite movies in general. It's so good. Um, but of course, uh, that available over patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. I emailed a bunch of patron people about uh, Christmas cards. I don't know if I'll have any left over. If I do, I'll, I'll, I'll mention it and try to send some of you guys christmas cards um but of course so c2e2 week i'm i'm fresh off the heels of c2e2 i am exhausted and a belly a belly full of uh uh breakfast food because that, that is what i will what myself and, and my recording partner today wanted um of course the gentleman joining me this week he was someone who's joined me for the last like three two or three c2e2s actually um we started to become a, a tandem and in as much as frank barks orders at us and we have to watch the booth when frank and ryan leave um but of course he's been on here several times he's a staple here uh you know joining me this week is uh the one and only cousin jeremy jeremy hello everyone back again you know, Jeremy was telling me he was a little disappointed because he couldn't use the intro he used last time. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys are aware. There's a big like TikTok thing about some people in Long Island, I believe, or New York, somewhere, somewhere in New York. Um, but the the whole Bing Bong is really big. Um, and if you are a listener of this podcast before, um, as the Bizarro host instead of Scrump. Um, I've often said that uh, the intro of this podcast when I host would be Bing Bong, What's Going Down, which is like literally the opposite of what Scrub starts with. Um, now I can't use it anymore, so uh, we're taking a Twitter poll. Uh, what 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 bizarro intro should I start using um, whenever I take over this podcast and turn it to the dark side? Wait, you're going to take over? Oh, yeah. That's, that's the only way that the new intro really works is if I replace your intro. I mean, I guess. I mean, I would never do it because I, I, I have my own podcast that I struggle to even do. Like the idea of also taking over this podcast listen, sounds like torture. Listen, if I could suck my own dick for a minute, all right. Um, I am. Whoa! whoa, whoa stop! Stop! Oh, stop! 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 stop, stop, stop. <laughs> um, so speaking about podcasts, so this would be a little bit all over the week. Of course, I worked. See, first off, hectic week that this this current week was um we're like we're we're at the finish line of wrapping up this large christmas sale the black friday sale that we had um 
you know, we listen, we heard, we heard the people's complaints. We were moving fast enough. And so we've been moving at a very, very fast pace. Like that, again, just trying to get as much out as quick as we can, because again, we know that, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff you guys ordered, hoping to get it by Christmas and, um, damn it. Are we, are we trying our, our hardest to, to make that fe- feasible, make that happen? Um, but on top of that, uh, we had crates this week and on top of that we also had to get ready for c2e2 c2e2 of course the uh, chicago comic would you know exactly what c2e2 uh, stands for uh chicago comic and entertainment expo that c2e2 as i yes. call it as most of us call it um was also going on this week of course it is a staple normally when it's like normally like march yeah it's, it's usually uh spring or early summer they don't have like a set from what i understand they don't have like a a yearly agreement with mccormick place so it's really just whatever time mccormick place has free um they they just book the weekend so it, it changes every year but it's never been this late in the year no and their next one is like in june no august august yeah august, it's almost yeah. it's like the jericho cruise it's happening so quick yeah um but uh so we did that and just it, it sort of speaking of podcast in general because i mentioned this is 124 um and i'm no longer doing it with with dave you know dave of course then no heat no heat dave just uh had to take care of his family much like hawkeye in the hawkeye tv show taking care of his family except dave is not uh trying to cover up a murderous past <laughs> being the ronin dave was not the ronin guys it was hawkeye um wait but, what yeah did you watch oh, idea i've only seen the first episode yeah but he was ronin in endgame yeah, yeah, but I've only seen the first episode. It's the only thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's the first episode of Hawkeye. Oh, that's the only thing you've ever seen. It's the only media I've ever universe. consumed. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, it's, it's, it's a good show. I wish. Um, so, uh, being at the at the booth that we were at, we had a lot of people come by. A lot of people come through, and I'll tell this one just because it's not really wrestling, but it pertains more to sort of podcasting. Ming Chen from Comic Book Men, Comic Book Men, uh, you know, fame. He came by the booth on Friday, but it was after Punk and Dan Housen had left. And um, what do you call it? I, um, <sighs> I'm i a fan of his. I'm clearly a fan of Comic Book Men and stuff like that. So I went up to him, said hi to him. And you know, we sort of chit-chatted for a bit. And that, that was kind of just that. And then he came by again yesterday. Didn't really say anything to anyone. He came by again today. And it was funny because I, I saw him and I tell Ryan, I was like, oh, look. I was like, there goes Ming Chen from Comic Book Men. He goes, are you going to say hi to him? I was like, oh, I, was like, oh I, I said hi to him. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to bother the guy again. He goes, does he know who you are? I was like, no, I don't think so. And then he literally just walks up to me and goes, hey, man, what's up? And I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, we shake hands. And he's like, oh, is that your podcast? Because I'm wearing the Watchmen PWT Casher. And I'm like, oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And he and I just start sitting there talking about, like, podcasting and things like that. We, we sort of go back and forth. Like, I invite him on the show. He's like, I'd love to do it. So hopefully we get Ming Chen on at some point. Um and you know, we sort of were just talking about podcasting. He's like, I'm. He's like, I'm going to go do a panel on podcasting. He's like, you know, he's like, just I. We, we talked about Kevin Smith as well, but he's like, you know, I just I really love podcasting, and I'm always telling people they should just do their own because he he ho- you know he has his own podcast network, a shared universe, and you know, just a bunch of people with different podcasts on there. And like the one thing I told him, I was like, yeah, like same thing. Like I've like anytime anyone like I don't know about yourself, Jeremy, but like anytime anyone's like, oh, you podcast like. Yeah, I, like i just encourage them like yeah do it it's fun like you know it's it, it's cool just fucking just do it you'll have fun doing it and 
it's not like listen at this point there's a million podcasts and unless you're like the joe rogan's the you know adam carolla i don't know if adam carolla still does this you know the joe rogan's the kevin smith's the guys who've been doing it forever you're probably not going to have that huge of following. I mean, and not to say that it shouldn't discourage you. Listen, mm-hmm. some people purely want to do it for that. I know myself, I'm pretty sure I can speak for you. It was never like a numbers game. It was kind of just like, this is a thing I want to do. I have fun with it. And yeah, I always thought it was cool when like, I'd find someone I don't know that listened to it. It was like, how, how is someone that I don't know? Cause I, I'll, I'll say this. I remember, um, uh, and, and shout out to to this gentleman. There was one time where I was I was when I was releasing weekly. Um, this person messaged me and saying, "Hey, I really like the show," and it was Kevin Aldridge, friend love of this show, Kevin Aldridge. And, love me some Kevin Aldridge. And I was like, "Holy cow!" Like, and I'd heard like I'd never met Kevin Aldridge. I still haven't met him in person. Oh, I, know, I did. I love him. I know he was here all out weekend, but I never had any free time all out weekend. I. So listen, I often I, I because you're mentioning Kevin Aldridge. Yes. I often tell my girlfriend that so there was an instance with my girlfriend. Uh-oh. Uh where so is this now uh uh scrumpin' cousin Jeremy therapy corner? No, 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 no. no, okay, no. Good. This is it's cuz it wraps in with that exact it, 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 this exact moment uh-huh. happens and then right after that I meet Kevin Aldridge. I both met the love of my life. And Veronica. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. Kevin Aldridge. I met Love of My Life and Kevin Aldridge. Okay. Uh, at the same time, uh, I'd met Veronica once before, and then I was very nervous. She's at the game, her and Lisa, and I'm just like, oh, there. I'm like, there she is. I'm going to go say hi. And I go over there, and I make some jokes, make her laugh, and uh, then I just walk away. I'm like, yeah, it's finished. And then after the game, I go make some more jokes, and you're probably going to say it's different. You right now veronica listening but i i will go i say hello and stuff like that make her laugh some more and then i walk off because i'm like that's it make her laugh and walk away and as i'm walking away i hear uh hey scrump and i turn around and they immediately fucking recognize that voice and i was like i turned around without even looking i was like kevin aldridge you know <laughs> and then kevin was there and i think like the next day he was podcasting with nick in his office and i just like opened the door because he was here yeah well, he oh came. I feel like so he came here to talk to, to to interview Nick, and then I was on my way. He had just left his Airbnb where he was with Wes and and, and all them, and I was on my way there. So it was like we were like two um two ships crossing the middle of the night. Um, but what do you call it? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Kevin Aldridge. I just wanted to tell that share oh, that story yeah. about Kevin Aldridge. Absolutely, Kevin Aldridge. yeah, and like the when when he met, he was the first person. And I was like, one, it's crazy that people I don't know are, are listening to this and that uh, people are saying kind things. It's like with podcasting, like there's other forms of like entertainment, like stand up comedy or things like that, where there's like immediate call and response. But podcasting, you really just we're just sitting here talking and then it gets posted. And unless people are saying anything, you have no idea if anyone's listening. You get like numbers, but like you don't know if any of them are real. Like sometimes I'll get numbers, and uh, I used to get like in like Thailand. It's like no one's listening in Thailand. Like what is who's listening to this? Dude, Whatever. I'm huge in Ecuador. Well, yeah, of course. Well, it's the stupid Michael connection. Yeah, stupid Michael yeah. connection. Um, but what the like, hell? To, I'm not Ecuadorian. To just to, like just that one instance, like oh, this is really cool, and that's I mean that's really what if you're gonna podcast, that's 
more so what you should be doing it for is just I, like, I mean listen I podcast so that every Monday I can see Drug Zelini tweeting yeah. out that he's listening to the show because I fucking love you drugs you're one of my favorite people I love the man but um and, and you know so that's always a thing where it's like a me and Ming we're just kind of just talking about like yeah fucking it's awesome like yeah just have just telling people to podcast because again it's just it's such a fun thing to fucking do and um like even with me when i started so i had the i had this conversation um with oh man i just thought of the name of this episode it's going to be called c2e2 housing uh (laughs) naming it now maybe i can use a picture of me with that that's i don't know why i'm saying that all out on the air it should be that's you know but um where it was like yeah with this i'm like i've never wanted to be a journalist like we've interviewed wrestlers and stuff like that but the purpose of this was never to be some sort of a journalist it was literally just i want to talk to my friends and i want to talk to wrestlers and i want to and don't get me wrong you know some of you guys be like bullshit you fucking interviewed this wrestler you were asking like interviewee type questions of course yes when i'm speaking to like an eric bischoff or a jeff jarrett um you know or the young bucks it's 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 a little bit more like i'm gonna ask some questions and stuff like that but honestly like as cool as those episodes have been i am also very much happy um just like oh yeah it's fucking cousin jeremy on with me this week and then i'm gonna have mark villanueva on and um just my friends you know like people that i enjoy the people that i like that i'm like oh this person is you know i i this person is cool i want this person to be fucking like no and then just again so i don't know i guess i'm sort of dragging on the conversation long form start your own podcast if you want to start a podcast just don't directly you know listen i was about to make a reference that would have been very spot on it's fine he doesn't even listen to this anymore just don't copy other podcasts be original do your own thing yeah. says the guy who's copied smodcast yeah for for his or whatever but jeremy of course it was c2e2 <laughs> weekend um what's typically your favorite thing about c2e2 weekend um so i <laughs> growing up i used to go to those wizard world conventions mm-hmm. um i never really read comics i'm not that type of nerd wrestling was always my thing i loved wrestling um but I had a friend who would always like to go to the, the convention and I'd just go with him. And I just love the just the the event, the size, the the pomp and circumstance, like the, the red carpet. Yeah, well, no red carpet this year. But like just I just like the 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 large event of it. And like there'd be cool things and like people in, in costumes and like it's something you, you and nowhere else you really see and like c2 to what i really like is it's it's a a place that's not just comics it it really is comics and entertainment so like there's so many different things and like i've started to get into anime more so like seeing like like understanding some of the anime stuff that was out there like that's that's what i like the most and then also um being with pro wrestling tees we're all usually in in a, a, a nice place and just like seeing everyone come on like are so excited to because every year we have cm punk but like it's not just cm punk we've had other people before um and this year dan and like just seeing people excited to meet gotta these love that dang house yeah such such a a very nice and very evil person um but yeah it's just it's just like uh, that's that's why like and also 
t- this year is kind of nice. I was only there two of the days, so I was less tired by the whole thing. Because <laughs> usually after three, you did three full days. Like as much, even though I was the reason I wasn't at C two was because I was working in the warehouse anyway. Um, Corporate just, sellout. Well, yeah, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> the the owner of the company wants me to do something. I say okay, sounds good. Um, corporate yes man yeah exactly um but yeah just like having only two days it was nice and also it seemed this year uh way more chill which i loved so uh, yeah like i mean again anyone who's been to any sort of convention can um can relate you know to like sometimes you're in there like fucking goddamn sardines just packed it's like uh what do you call it it's like um requiem for a dream just ass to ass you're just packed in there so many not exactly i feel like, like you where, go to different conventions than <laughs> <then>. yeah <laughs> those are different kinds of conventions yeah. but no you know it's just it's so many people but because of covid my understanding from some people that i talked to is because of covid the, the city of chicago was like you can only have x amount of people because real i mean there were some names at the convention mm-hmm. but realistically the Big names were Punk, Cena, Hayden Christensen, Gene Carlo Esposito. Yeah, and he uh, was a late addition because um, uh, Ming Na Wen yeah. canceled. Yeah, she canceled. <sighs> like the AEW wrestlers, I yeah. guess you could say. You know, I know. Again, people there, and that's the good thing. What I like about Winnie that, the Pooh. Yeah, Jim Cummings, Winnie yeah. the Pooh. Um, you know, just a lot of people, a lot of voice actors from My Hero Academia were there. Yes. I'm surprised you didn't go see them. Um, well, I like My Hero Academia, but like, I, I don't, they're Deku. not, they're not Deku. Like, they're just some. I think Deku was there. Yeah, I know. But like. Todoroki. But like, they're, they're human beings. Like, it's Kachan. not, the, it's not the same thing as like. All Might. All Might was not there. I just, no, I just like saying these All names. Might, All Might I would have gone and see, cause All Might was also Vegeta. Which means he's also Kaiba. Yeah. He's also um, Piccolo. Yeah. Wait, you, you guess it <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that was, that was <laughs> it. Um, no, but that's a good thing is that, you know, there's a little bit yeah. for everything because yes. like some people go specifically for the art. Some people go specifically for the comic book. Some people mm-hmm. are going in there looking for toys. Some people want to just go get autographs. Some people just want to go cosplay. Again, I love it. Like I've been going since before um, I started working there. I would frequently go. Funny enough, my one of my friends, Che, he came out of the shop this week. Um, which I love Che. He always just pops in, but he came by and he's someone who I would always go with. I would always go with him. Uh, he and I have a picture with Stan Lee, which is, I always say it's like my favorite picture of, I mean, it's the only picture I have of Stan Lee, but my favorite picture, <laughs> one of my favorite pictures because one, uh, Che and I were fucking broke. We were broke kids who literally had to pull together $50 each so we could take a $100 photo with Stan Lee because we just couldn't afford it. And of course it's me and Jay, you know, Jay, one of my best friends. Um, and then Stan Lee, Stan Lee's also there. That, that's oh, also yeah, a nice addition. Yes. Um, but you know, I remember that year was, I, that year was the last year that I didn't work the event because next year, you know, I would start working with one hour tees and I would get to work the event, thankfully. Um, but yeah, it's always just so much fun, and so it was smaller because there was a lot less people, a lot less booths. Because again, normally it's just booth after booth after booth, but it was just a little bit more spread out. And honestly, I like that. I love that. Yeah, it's because amazing. sometimes what happens too is like when you're trying to like, you're like, oh, let's go look at that booth with the weird 
fucking uh, the weird sandals that they got the weird funky sandals i wouldn't go look at that one i'm not that big of a fan of sandals but like you know you go over there and then oh shit look at this this booth next to it sells glow-in-the-dark fucking hamster cages that's fucked up right and then oh my god the booth have that has custom underwear you know like it's just just always like cool random shit this one a little bit more spread out so you could actually because i don't know about you i hate walking like up to a table just to see what they have and the person's like, oh, can I help you with something? And you don't, you have no interest. You have yes. zero interest in whatever the fuck it is that they're selling. Which you didn't know until you got up to the front. Because then you saw it and you're like, oh, can I, 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 I Let me tell you about this experience that I had. Again, so I'm sorry. This is a little bit all over the place. But um, uh, listen, we're tired. We're a little del- delirious. Again, yes. we're, we're full of breakfast food. So apologies. I, at one point, was looking. F- oh, I forgot what the heck I was looking for. But I'm just kind of walking around. I see a table called affordable autographs. I think perfect. I love affordable autographs. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for something Jean-Claude Van Damme for Zisselman and then wind up not finding anything because I get, so I get to this booth and the guy is like, Oh, Watchmen t-shirt. You want a Watchmen autograph? And starts, I don't even say anything, pulls out a thing. He's like, Oh, he goes, Who, who's your favorite? I like Dr. Manhattan. He goes, Billy Crudup. Got him right here. Pulls out two autographs. One of him when he's like being trans, when he's like getting hit with, you've seen Watchmen, right? The movie? No, yeah. I still have not. Have you read the book? I, I've read the book, yes. So it's basically him inside the chamber. You know, he's being yes. fucking disintegrated. Uh-huh. And then another one of just Dr. Manhattan. And I was like, oh, perfect, that one. I was like, how much? He goes, uh, 50. I was like, I'll do 40. I was like, I was like, you do 40. He's like, okay, that's fine. And so he's he. I give him my card. He takes the card. He goes, let me ask you something. I goes on this fucking story about how... This woman that worked, that was working with him, he goes, I'm sorry if I'm taking a little long. There was this woman who was working with me, and basically he's going on this long diatribe about some poor girl that was working with him. He was rude. To, he was clearly rude to her. Mm-hmm. She got upset and left, and now he's stuck running this booth by himself, and he's just going on and on and on, and he's holding my card hostage. He has the the print host, the autograph hostage as well. I really want the print at this point, so I'm like, I'm not going to talk shit. Also, I fucking, like, I, I, I told the guy hey give me a discount hook me up yeah i'm not gonna tell the guy to shut the fuck up so i'm just uh-huh i'm like yeah you should fire her you should fire her it's very much just like dude i don't care please get it over with <laughs> and those are the kinds of weirdos that you sometimes run into these events yes conversely though a lot of a lot of cool people that came by a lot of people cool people that we met um i mentioned to you i'm not even gonna mention he's not gonna listen to the show but there's a really cool artist that like um you know, it was nearing the end of the day, and Danhausen and I actually had the conversation because he's like, "Yeah, check out these." He's like, "Have you seen this booth?" And I was like, "Looking." I was like, "Oh shit, no!" I'm like, "But I really like this these few particular items." I'm like, "I wonder where that guy is." Um, and then he wound up coming up to the booth to talk to Danhausen about possibly collaborating on something with him. Frank and I later at one point walking around found his booth. I bought something from him. You saw the the very the very fun piece that yes. I bought from him. And, uh, yeah, you know, just like getting talked and like, I love that. I love like, like, listen, I will gladly spend more than I should on like a small business. Mm -hmm. You know, I found some, I found not a lot. I found some cool stuff that people will be getting like for Christmas and stuff like that, um, that were coming from small businesses, you know? And I love like, even me, I personally, I love those kinds of things because, when something's like when something when someone makes something for you or gets something that like was handmade like listen 
I love my iPhone, and if you give me an iPhone, I will love it. If you made me, not if you made me an iPhone, because I know you can't make an iPhone. But like, oh, hey, I might be able to. I know you. You can't make an iPhone. That's true. I can't. can't. You know, um, like it's awesome. Like I I like those kinds of things. So that's why, um, you know, I was like, some of these people, like some of these people, have everything that they need in the world, and you know, not not gonna probably not gonna be able to find much that they would like. But sometimes you find some cool shit, you know. So, um, God, why did I even bring that up? I don't know. You're talking about supporting small businesses, C2E2. Yeah, support small businesses. And that's what they do. You find a lot of cool places, a lot of small businesses and things like that. This year. Oh, the autograph. The fucking autograph. I'm sorry. Autograph guy. Yeah. Guy, total psycho, but he hooked me up and I now have a Dr. Manhattan 8 Python signed. Nice. Yeah. I never saw that. So the other thing, the one bad thing when you work is you don't, there's, you never have time to just sit there and like walk up every aisle. No. So it's really just like, oh, I got half an hour i'm gonna go see what i can find um but the big thing this year that has never been there before and it it, no one really discovered it or mentioned it until today why did you say the big thing that was there and then look me up and down you commenting on my weight uh i for those of you don't know i am uh i'm a large man so i cannot make any judgments on someone's weight um just their um uh, how do I say this? Uh, character. Are you defaming my character? <laughs> no, the big thing, and it actually ties into this big thing. Um, there was a fudge company there selling fudge at the convention, and it became like a, a big thing at, the, at our booth today. I will tell you this. There I am speaking to CM Punk and Dan Housen. My best friends for the week. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I hear Ric Flair's voice go, would you like some fudge? And I look over and it's Jay Lethal doing the Ric Flair voice, asking us if we want any fudge. or some. Yeah, and I was like, I will gladly take some fudge from you, Jay Lethal. And I took a piece. Punk and Dan Housen politely declined. Mm-hmm. But I was just like... Wow, what a thing. I also had some fudge courtesy of you, but you, you did, did not do a Ric Flair I did not do the Ric Flair voice. I, w- with the current climate, I thought maybe not Ric Flair. I just did um, uh, the standard Jeremy special of my voice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I walked around and um, <laughs> I was offering fudge people. I was like, well, I'm buying friendship with fudge, everyone. So I was like, I offered to everyone. Uh, I saw you offer Lance Archer. Lance Archer, he didn't want it. So we're not friends with him yet. Um, God, I wish Lance Archer would have just picked you up like a little baby. No. Oh, man. How great. I held a baby this week. <laughs> I wish I was holding Michael's baby while Lance Archer was holding me like a baby. 100% Lance Archer can hold you up like a baby. Yeah. I, he wouldn't like it, but he could do it. You'd for sure mess up his neck worse than it's currently yeah, messed up right now. I think so. But he could do it. Like, but, even with a messed up neck. They, that is a mountain of a man. <laughs> So, um, God, this has sort of turned into a Tarantino movie where it's just all over the place. Let's just try to keep it. Uh, so Friday, I was there. You know, th- yes. Thursday, Thursday, Frank, myself, and Ryan went to go set everything up, um, and th- there was a little bit of a hiccup. A certain set piece was lost. Yes. Um, someone in the warehouse for sure threw it away. <laughs> no, I God knows what happened to it. Yeah. Who knows? We're gonna we're, we're gonna find it within the next like month. I guarantee. Yeah. I guarantee you we're gonna find it within the next month. And Ryan's yeah. gonna be like, I'm firing everyone in the warehouse. 
I'm firing everyone in the warehouse because you guys are all idiots. Yeah. Um, but you know, we wound, wound up making work. Friday, Frank, myself, and Frank got there eight o'clock, eight o five. Actually, no, eight ten. We got there. Um, because Ryan's a sociopath, and he was convinced that just we weren't going to have enough time. But you know, we got there, we set everything up. <sighs> This year was different in that we had CM Punk and Danhausen. Now Danhausen, I believe, was supposed to have his own help, but it wound up being Michael that was taking care of his line. Frank, of course, taking all the money and stuff like that. And me, you know, I I get to work with Punk. I I talked about this with Punk. I for sure hold some sort of Guinness Book of World Record for having taken the most pictures of CM Punk. Like, I've been doing this for five yeah. years now. Well, last year was me. I took the pictures for at least half the time for CM Punk. Because it was right before COVID. And this is how I know. It was right before COVID. and Or no, COVID was around. It was in the air. No one, no one was taking it as serious as they should have. Um, and I was taking pictures of CM Punk. Where there's other people in the pictures too. And someone literally was walking past and just sneezed on me. <laughs> And CM Punk is like, did that just happen? I was like, yeah. And I was like, I mean, there's nothing I could do. Like at that point, it's already. And I, you again, should punch that guy in the back of the well, head. Well, if I if I knew how serious COVID was, I probably would have. But at that point, it was just kind of uh, a joke. And you said in passing. But I don't think I did. I think I just did it for like half the time. So like maybe just one day or. Like I mean, half or, the day, yeah. you know, regardless though, I've. Oh yeah, I, you I, by far. Yeah, I've still taken I've still taken yeah plenty of pictures of the man because this is like his sixth year at CG five or six. Yes, so, something something along those lines. Yeah. Yes. So, but I mean, I, I, again, regardless, you know, taking a bunch of, of photos of him, and it was pretty. You know, it's pretty fun. Like, um, I'm someone who. So I, I sort of mentioned to to you I. Um, I almost feel something like I kind of take it for granted, like how how lucky I am mm-hmm. that like we're friendly. Yes, I wouldn't I wouldn't say we're friends. We're very much friendly. I mean, listen, I of course I say I'm his best friend, um, but he, he knows your name and says it with fondness. Yeah, you know, not only that, but he also recognizes Scrump because at one point some guy was like Scrump, Scrump. He kept saying my name. He's like, I think he's calling you. And I was like, oh, I have no idea who that guy is. He goes, oh, I don't know who he is. <laughs> so, you know, again, yeah. knows me as that. Um, there was also someone else that knows me by Scrump, but we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so at first it was, again, so it was like us at Danhausen. Um, and Punk, it was, he, he was super busy, you know, for a Friday. He was very much busy because Friday is usually slow. Saturday's always slammed. Sundays, it'll be super busy in the morning. And then towards just Peter's out or Teeter's out. There. Is it Peter or Teeter? Uh, I think both are acceptable. Yep. One, one only one is also a name for a penis, though. So, make yeah, your choice. a teeter. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, put your teeter away. Um, yeah, no. Uh, he was sun. So Sundays just to be how it goes, but Friday he was particularly busy. But when he did have some downtime, like he's on lunch and stuff. Um, we were there, I was, we were there with Danhausen, which, uh, at one point I did have to, I, I took a selfie of myself, Punk and Danhausen, and, um, I sent it to Brody King 
and he was just like, ah, a bunch of handsome boys. Then I sent one of me and uh, Malachi Black, and he was like, what the fuck? He's like, everyone's there. <laughs> and I was like, it's Birdie King Appreciation Night at C2E2. Um, but yeah, no, we're sitting there talking with Danhausen. Of course, Danhausen, uh, someone we've not had on the podcast. Listen, Danhausen is a very busy man, and we've definitely tried, and he's tried. And it was one of those things where I was like, ah, whatever. It's just, it's, it's never going to happen. So we just never really, I never really got myself, personally speaking, I never really got the chance to, to talk to Danhausen much, you know, old Danhausen, or um, get to know him or anything like that. But he was there with us. Awesome fucking dude. First off, one Frank over. Like when a wrestler can win over Frank, mm-hmm. that's you know they're over brother. Uh, but we're just sitting there talking the whole weekend and stuff like that. And like I said, like I, I'm like, I, I really like this guy. It was really fun, and, you know. It was funny seeing like, you know, him and Punk interact and stuff like that because they're just both two normal fucking Midwest dudes. Mm-hmm. You know, just just two normal people. But again, so people would come up and stuff and because of how long i've been doing this and because of where we work and things like that like i'm used to of a like i'm not trying to be like not trying to be mean but like i'm not weird around you know like wrestlers because some people are and again it's just some people don't know how to act around quote unquote celebrities because it's just they're they they just don't know they're starstruck i mean they they don't see and it happens i was like i was like that with paul rudd yeah i've been like that with people before in the past yeah I try more so not to be now, you know, th- again, sure. through our job, but it happens, you know? Um, yeah. If Stone Cold walked through the door right now, I would be like, whoa. But that's just because Stone Cold, I've never, I don't know him. I've never talked to him on any level. And, I talked to him once. Well, look at you. Uh, I'm newer to the company, so uh, I don't have that access. Um. But once you understand that they're human beings, it, you, you interact in such a, a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, um, but yeah. So again, like people would try to come by and like they'd be nervous. Like there are people who are literally shaking, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Don't just be cool. Just be, you know, like it's all good." And, so, and again, I understand some people not easy for them to do because again, it is just. <sighs> like third hero the lot of what i heard with cm punk was oh my god you're my hero i've been watching since i was a little kid and i forget like how long the dude's been wrestling yes like i'm not introduced to him until <clears throat> until ecw oh that's the oh i'm sorry i got but i just i didn't watch independent wrestling then i, I didn't know it existed so cm punk i my when i started watching wrestling i mean i started in the in the the 1990s if you can go back that far um but uh i started going to independent wrestling early 2000s so like 2003 to 2005 ring of honor was like the greatest time for me of independent wrestling because i go to the frontier field house in chicago ridge illinois uh, every time ring of honor came and it it's sad we're recording this on the same week in that ring of honor may or may not have um Kind of been they're gone, been, brother. Been put End to of an rest. era, per them. End um, of an era. Yes. Um, but so like CM Punk, very much a big part of like when I was like really into wrestling. Um, so I I understand these people totally, get totally. It. But like I also understand he's a human being and and likes to be treated as a human being. Um, so that that that's something that within the job you kind of get access to. 
definitely yeah like again it's just just be cool yeah that's always just the one thing i can recommend it's and with meeting just any celebrity in general it's just be normal be nice um yeah but again there was a lot of other wrestling interactions within that week um uh aew had people there all three days the first day was orange cassidy then malachi black then matt hardy and then the gun club um orange cassidy by virtue of again it was super busy for punk in the morning and then both their line like orange's line sort of died down first and then punk's did. So we're all kind of just chilling and like orange cassie he didn't have to be at the airport or his flight got delayed that's what his flight got delayed so um he kind of just stuck around for a bit and we were just kind of sitting around chit-chatting where he was talking up he was telling like some stories about other cons that he'd worked at and so like we're talking rest of development for a little bit that was pretty fun then mal i remember after that malachi black showed up and i was kicking myself in the teeth because i didn't bring my malachi black poster to get signed oh and it's such a badass poster. Like the dude who does the posters, impeccable job. These are fuck incredible. Um, this is the one with like his entrance gear with like the horns and everything. Mm-hmm. Super cool picture. One. And Mal- such a nice fucking like this. The one thing I'll say, and listen, this is it isn't because of our relationship with AEW. All these fucking AEW wrestlers, so so cool. Yes, such nice people. Malachi Black, you know, of course, him being a really nice person, and um. So at one point I go up to him and I was like, Hey, I was like, I was like, Hey, I don't mean to bother you. I was like, you know, I'm over here working with CM Punk. Like, would it be cool if we got a picture? I was like, actually, I want to send that to Brody. And I told him he's like, yeah, come on, let's take a picture. You know? Um, and so we take a picture and stuff like that. Uh, Matt Hardy, I, I, I've taken a picture with that guy before. So I wasn't really like, you know, bothering him. Gun club, you know, I, I, I helped Dan Housen film a skit. That's about as much as involved that I got. With, oh, I can't even mention. I'll mention to you up there. They, they helped. They helped Christmas. They helped save Christmas for someone. I will, oh. I will say that. Um, but you know, like sort of after that, the next day it was. Oh God! On Saturday, who who was it? It was. That was uh, Ru- Ruby. 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 Soho. Yep. Hangman, Hangman. Adam Page, and Adam Hangman. Cole. Baby. Baby. Um. Ruby just didn't interact with her much again. Like she's cool, but like, yeah, I don't doesn't really have much to say. Uh, Hangman when he got there, massive line sold out. Him and Adam Cole sold out, um, yes. which I don't think any of the other wrestlers did. Like other wrestlers had you know sold a lot of tickets, and were close to selling out. But it was yeah. these two well, dudes they, who they, immediately sold I mean, out. Yeah, they sold out in the morning. So like people were coming up to us. The Iron's like, hey, can I still like? It's before the signing. They're like, can I still buy tickets? Like, no, nah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure they're all sold out for the day. No, that again, pretty much that. Not pretty much that was the case. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, so at various points, um, I would you know like look over and like see how long Hangman's line is, just see how long Hangman's line is, um, and after he was done, so I, I brought a poster to get signed by Hangman and a poster to get signed by John Cena and CM Punk. So I, I I go up to Hangman and I'm just like, hey, I was like, you know, I was like, hey, I was like, Hangman, I was like, I don't mean to bother you, real quick. I was like, I had this poster, I was wondering if you could sign it for me. He's like, oh hell yeah. He's like, what mark? What color marker? I was like, I don't know. I was like, what do you think it look? 
good on that you know he's like let's do this one and I, I think he's like a blue marker i was like sweet i was like yeah i was like i collect all these you know i was like they're from all in um i was like actually i was like i was like you know i was like because i was there i was like I, I was like i i doubt you remember he's like no yeah and uh he's like yeah he goes no i goes i, I go what did he say exactly he was something like oh no he goes i remember you yeah he's like you're scrump what's up man and i was like oh shit and we sort of just sat in there talking because like i i mentioned to him i'm like every single time that they play the video of him winning the tag titles there i am and my twitter not honestly blow up there's people that like you know at me and him he's like yep he's like i he's like i always see those two um and you know we just sat there and we talked like i was uh you know just chit-chatting with him for a bit and stuff like that at one point he left and he, he had to go to the bathroom and i was tasked with holding the belt yes yeah i was holding the title belt you were a you by proxy were AEW champion for about ten minutes, and boy did I you know I was like holding it like fucking Bret Hart like I was I was holding that goddamn title you know like like one should, um, and I, so at one point I felt bad because at this point, um, my friends Josh friends of the show Josh and Tab, um, they walked by and they were like oh we missed out on the Hangman Page photo op we were too busy. Uh, going over the john cena one because i mean the john cena one way way bigger of a, of a price tag on yes. that so you know they were trying to make sure that they they got their money's worth out of that and they were like ah oh, you know we're sad we missed them i was like you know what i was like just stick around he's gonna be back i got you guys so like, i was like hey chrissy i was like i'm, I'm gonna take care of him she's like yeah sure by all means um he comes back they're nowhere to be seen and i'm just like fuck all right well fuck you know i, I got like because i I wasn't aware you could get Wi-Fi there, so I was not. No, my text messages were going through or anything like that. Oh, being an idiot. Um, but you got Hangman there, super nice. You know, we chatted for a bit. I was talking to him about Orville Peck. He's a big fan of a uh, country singer Orville Peck, and I was telling him about Veronica and how much she loves Orville Peck. And you know, he's like, "Wow," he's like, "Really? She loves he." he she loves him that much he's like well then tell her i love her and i was like don't you fucking talk about my girlfriend that way <laughs> i don't give a fuck what title belt you're holding in man page <laughs> no you know but it was again just a cool dude we we're kind of just in there just chatting for a while and yeah. you know um it was bomb saturday Danhausen was in there he was of course at ring of honor yes um i didn't watch i, I didn't I get to watch any of the show um i mean listen we were working and stuff like that yeah um yeah, I mean, Ring of Honor, I had fun times at some Ring of Honor shows. Most notably, my favorite Ring of Honor memory. Um, there was a house show that uh, I went to. It was me, Marty DeRosa, Sarah Joy Shockey, and Jimmy Lee, who works with us. We went there, and I would always go to these shows in my Bucks costume because I paid a lot of money for it, so I had to get my money's worth out of it. And uh, it was a house show. It wasn't being televised or anything or even recorded. And it was Nick Jackson in a fatal four-way. I think it's like him, ACH, maybe like Andrew Everett. Just, I don't remember who else was in it. But at one point, we're off to the side, and he, he and Matt that night were both wearing the same gear. So uh, Nick Jackson at one point goes up to the top rope, and he goes, hey. He goes, hey, everybody, look at that guy. And everyone looks at me. He goes, we're wearing the same gear. <laughs> and, every, and everyone at the fucking Frontier Fieldhouse. That, that's the venue, right? Yeah, it might have been. It was either there or they moved over to the Odium afterwards. That was Frontier Fieldhouse. Yeah. It was in the Odium, yeah. 
And everyone just turns around and looks at me. He goes, that guy's awesome. <laughs> and then starts a chant. And I remember I was just like, like, after the show, I was like, dude, why did you do that? Like, you didn't do that. He's like, no, you know, again, um, I had some fun time at Ring of Honor shows. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so Dan Housen was there because he had to do the commentary. I wish he would have been there. Yeah. It, just, it sucks that it worked out, the, the timing. Yeah. Um, but then Adam Cole comes by. And, listen, I was giving Chrissy shit. Because she's terrible at taking photos. Listen, so I'm, oh, yeah, I'm throwing out there. Terrible oh, at taking man. photos. Should I listen to this? No, and I told her though. You know, oh, okay. I listen. <laughs> listen, I'm sorry, Chrissy. Just you know, because I asked her to take a photo of me and Hangman. It was not the best photo. And then I t- asked her to take a picture of me and Adam, and it was a video. <laughs> <laughs> she took a video. It's a good. She took like a three second video instead wow. of a photo, um, but. Uh, you know, so I was like, I didn't know how busy we were going to be with Punk. Because, again, Punk was fucking busy. Saturday was yeah. slammed. Like, yeah. Saturday, I don't think I got to do much walking around, if any. Like, I I at one point did to buy – I bought Ryan's present because Ryan and I in the morning were walking around. And I saw something, and I – and I like the only free time I had, I ran over there. I bought the thing and I was like, can I please leave it here and I'll come pick it up later when my boss leaves. And they were like, yeah, you're fine. Don't worry about it. I was like, cool. Won't worry about it. Um, so I come, you know, uh, I, I uh, come back over. Uh, so we're working the CM Punk line. Yeah. And at this point, um, like he's pretty much, he's, he's done for the day. He's wrapped up and Adam Cole, again, the nicest person. He is so nice. Just so yeah. warm with everyone. Um, oh, at some point, at some point before that, sorry. Um, they did a panel and then they came back yes. and hangman was there and I saw Josh and tab in line and I like made them come over take a picture with him. I had Mark hold their place in line. Um, and like I mentioned to you, it's one of those things where like, you know, they kept talking like, Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Thank you. I consider myself the protege of one Marty DeRosa. You know, he he's very much my mentor. I've, I've tried to, to live my life being as good of a person as he has. For no other reason other than, like, it takes zero effort to just not be a shitty person. Like, just don't be a shitty person, you know? And if I can help someone meet meet a wrestler they like or take a picture with the wrestler that they like, especially if they already prepaid the ticket, yes, I will gladly do whatever it is that I can. I will, you know, hey, can I bother you for a favor? As much, you know, to whatever. Um, so they got their picture with Hangman. But, you know, in their Adam Cole line. And, like, people wanted to get, myself included, a picture with Adam Cole, especially since... Mine got ruined, and like I remember, like I jumped in. I was like, he, I was like, here, Chrissy. I was like, I'll, I'll take care. I was like, I'll, I'll take care of the pictures. And she went and you know started closing up with Jake and uh, Jake Manning, who was there helping, and um, also a very nice man, Jake yeah. Manning. Uh what do you call it? Uh, oh gosh, what the hell was I saying? Um, Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Yeah, so I'm yes. taking pictures of that, and then. Um, I decided, I was like, oh, did you get a picture with Adam Cole? I didn't get a picture with anyone. Um, mostly because um, I was working the register a lot whenever Frank would walk away. Um, and I don't know. It's not, uh, it's less of my thing now that I like see everyone relatively often. I, don't know, I just don't get pictures with people. I don't know, I'm jaded. 
Well, Jane I, like, old man. I, listen, I wanted my photo. Like my brother, who was working the event, you know, he he got a photo. I took one of like Andrew, Matthew, so Michael, stupid yes. Michael was there with his son Matthew, you yes. know, his wife Monica, and then you know their their adorable little baby. I didn't get to see much of her. She was asleep, really, for the most yeah. part. I held her. That's the baby I held. I did not hold the baby. I yeah. Frank held the baby. Everyone held that baby. There's a specific famous person who also held that baby. Oh, yeah, CM Mr. Punk. CM Punk. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? He, not by his choice, by the way. <laughs> of course It was kind of thrust upon him. It never is with Michael. Um, <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, yeah, so I'm taking pictures of Adam Cole and stuff like that. And again, he's just so nice. That everyone, like, again, he was nice to everyone regardless. And then, like, just... Again, to, to you know the staff or whatever just yeah. just really nice and stuff like that so you know very appreciative of that you know and we, we took our photo and stuff like that um and frank and i were kind of just sort of escorting him around because they had chrissy and jake sort of just doing their own thing and um that last day it was jay lethal and christopher daniels were there again yeah. not much interaction i did interact with christopher daniels for a bit when again when ming chen was over there he was uh you know he came by and talked and then he was trying to buy a, a hoodie and i was like hey uncle scrump's got you don't worry about it you know i took care of it. and then he was talking to christopher daniels because christopher daniels you know him and him and frankie kazarian you know were at one point on an episode of uh, comic book men and that was pretty yeah I never knew that. Yeah, I never so, saw that episode. The premise was um, they had written a comic book, and they wanted to, like, oh, can we, you know, would you guys want to buy some copies to sell here? And I think the bit was, the, the bit was they had Frankie Kazarian thumb wrestle Ming Chen, and uh, if Ming Chen won, uh, they didn't have to stock the book, or if Frankie won, it's a they win and they stock the book however the case uh, was um and so it's just like a fun bit and so they were sort of chit-chatting over that but dan housen of course was back sunday and um again a very chill day it was you know again just very chill like th- there were spurts it was it was busy in spurts yes it was never just full on no it was never like i were buried because i felt saturday at times felt like that but we also had more people like we had people like that would stop by and like provide some help um sunday we did not and in fact there are times where people would just walk away <clears throat> michael um right in the middle of things um um but yeah no it, it was never like i mean a successful day for everyone involved but never like we're never buried um and we actually took a lunch break, which was nice. Mm-hmm. We could basically shut down the booth and everyone went to lunch. Yeah, that was when I was running around the floor and buying Dr. Manhattan autographs by, from fucking weird dudes. Um, and yeah, no, again, like I mentioned, Sunday was fun. Of course, we had all the trouble with packing and stuff like that. But oh shit, I completely forgot. And talking about meeting wrestlers. So. At one point, we went to go meet John Cena. I was yes. pro wrestling these boys. Um, so so we were in line to meet John Cena. And uh, I had, listen, trying to find a high-resolution photo enough to print a poster of CM Punk versus John Cena in any match. I was trying to find money in the bank. 
luckily I found, I don't know if you remember, they had another match. I mean, they had several matches, but they had one in particular before WrestleMania 29, in which it was like on an episode of Raw, where it's like the winner faces the rock. And it was one of those matches that like I remember because both of them were like busting out moves that they never like really used. Famously, John or CM Punk hits a pile driver on John Cena, which of course the you know that move, big no no. You you don't you don't do pile drivers, but um, you know CM Punk did it anyway. And um, I found the picture from that, so I was like, all right, I did that. So I, I go up first, get my stuff signed. So it's me. It was me ryan you and then uh frank was there with his nephew so his yes. nephew he was getting some stuff signed and uh i go up there i get my stuff signed <laughs> terrible marker that john cena had terrible silver marker i almost want to just go over it i might go over it because that's just how bad it looks um you know and then we get fist bump which he was thank you like, all right cool fist bump john cena and uh then Ryan goes up there. Now I'm off to the side. Did you hear any of of this? Um, I heard none of it, but I saw all of it. Um, I guess I guess we can. He posted on um, the internet, so I guess we can talk about it. Yeah, no, no, yeah, full on talk about. What uh, do you What do you hear from this? Because again, from my perspective, I hear nothing. I I look over and I see Ryan, I see John Cena, and I see John Cena writing a goddamn novel. Yes, that's all I saw. It was just him writing it, and then Ryan getting it, and then laughing. Um, and then it was my turn to go up. So like, I I couldn't really worry about that. And I I have a magazine that I'm getting every wrestler from 2003 to sign. Um, so John Cena was in there as the original. John Cena in iteration. But later on, Ryan shares what he told John Cena, and then we look at what he wrote. Um, and from my understanding, I guess I can paraphrase from what I understand. Ryan basically said, like, hey, feel f- if you ever are no longer under the WWE umbrella, we'd love to work with you. Um, and John Cena, like, looked at him he's like i'll give you your answer um on the the autograph <laughs> so yeah so i ryan says something to him i forgot what exactly it was but yeah on, on the autograph which ryan again ryan did post yeah um i'm looking for the picture i think it was um oh thank you it. for coming out i appreciate two, you coming out two pro wrestling tees I appreciate you coming out. I'm very much at home with WWE for life, John Cena. Yeah. And then Ryan posts it online saying, guys, he's not coming. <laughs> um, we, I got, which is just like a funny, like yeah. John Cena has a good sense of humor, so he posts that. But like, yeah. just a funny interaction with John Cena where yeah. I was just like, you know. Um, Did you hear that um, not everyone who bought tickets to see John Cena was able to meet him? No. Yeah, I guess they only had him for a short period of time, and things went long. Um, so there are people that did not get; they had to have their meet and greet refunded, which is rough because John Cena was donating all of his proceeds to Make a Wish. So at that point, there's less money going to Make a Wish. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Um, but. Well, I mean, unfortunate, you know, but again, yeah. the, that guy, him and Hayden Christensen, the fucking lines on the, these, they had such lines, they had to have their own private room. 
Like yes. again, massive, huge lines. Yeah. Like I, I, I just I didn't even get to meet Hayden Christensen. I wanted to, yeah. but I just even then I just I wouldn't have had time. No, and it sucks because two th- because two thousand and five me was fucking going crazy that <laughs> John Cena and Hayden Christensen were there. Yeah, um, like right next to each other in, in separate rooms, but like right next to each other. No, I had the same table. That's why the lines were so long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like, are you here for myself or for Darth yeah. Vader? Did I ever have told you this? This I once was at when I was like in high school. I went to an autograph signing. It was like sponsored by the CW or whatever it was at that point, UPN or whatever it was. And it was Matt Hardy and then a bunch of people from One Tree Hill. <laughs> um, and so there's like some people there just for Matt Hardy and some people there just for One Tree Hill and maybe like a single person that was excited about both. But it's the same line. It was a single line <laughs> to meet everyone. So we're waiting in this huge line of all these like teenage girls meeting One Tree Hill. And we're like the only people there for the rest for Matt Hardy within the area. Then there gets word saying Matt Hardy has to leave. <laughs> and I'm like, we just wait in this line. It was outside. It was raining. It was so cold. And we're just like, we just wait in this line. But we had made friends with everyone around us, all the One Tree Hill people. They're, they're like, get them to the front. Get them to the front. Like all these, because they're like, oh, we're going to meet our heroes. Let's let them meet one of theirs. And Matt Hardy, like he, he, he came out and he like did like the most basic autograph for everyone who was there, like like initial level autograph, but I got to meet Matt Hardy. I would have had him re-sign it if I was there on Friday, but unfortunately, I was at work. I mean, the most random, uh, you know, that that happened, but oh, yeah. like, again, you know, it, it happens. Um, I just... I don't know. Like, I, I can't imagine those two crowds yeah. of people, like, looking into that crowd of people and be like, it's the same people. It was some network executive is like, oh, we can do an advertisement. What's our two highest rated shows? Oh, SmackDown and One Tree Hill. Not thinking like, oh, the the demos are completely different. They're like, oh, well, let's represent our two highest shows. But that's executives for you. That's why one day I'll run um, an internet uh, television company. Possibly, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I, I mean, I guess. So I, I know you also happened to walk the floor for around for a bit, though. Um, was there anything cool that you bought? Um, no, I um, I there was a few things. Like obviously, we were with um, Ryan and Frank, and Ryan and Frank have a personal relationship with an art dealer that's at C2E2 every year. Boy, did this guy get him <laughs> hook, line, and sinker oh, every man. year. Every year. Um, But I walked past there, and they had, like, an original sketch of Space Ghost. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's cool. But then I saw the price tag. I was like, oh, that's not that cool. Um. But yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. Nothing that I kind of pulled the trigger on. Um, I think I've I've spent some money poorly recently, so I'm trying to get uh, more fiscally responsible. 
Um, I did buy some some Christmas gifts for my cousin. Um, she doesn't listen to this, so she'll never know. What'd you buy? Uh, some comic books. Literally on her Christmas list, it was just graphic novels. So I was like, well, let's see what I can do. Well, which ones did you buy? Um, one was an X-Men. Um, what's like a... It's one of the, the major arcs. What's like an X-Men arc? I can't remember. It, it's in, I also bought her a Spider-Gwen and a Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Um, just in case she uh, feels more comfortable with a female lead. Um, but like the X-Men was because it's like one of the, the biggest arcs. I can't remember what it was though. And the person was like, oh, this is for like a, like a, a early teenage girl. And he's like, oh, I might go overhead. I was like, nah, I'll give it to her. Just, it's better that it's overhead than like, I give her something that's below her and she doesn't like reading it. Um, she's like, the only thing below me is you fucking cousin Jeremy. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm relatively cool with them. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really it. I don't think I bought anything else. Uh, I mean, I, like I mentioned, I picked up some stuff, but again, I'm not going to mention it on there because some of the listeners might be getting a thing or two. Um, so I'm not going to spoil it for these gentlemen because again, some of them do listen to this. Um, yeah, I mean, again, so again, kind of just wrapping the C2E to talk pretty fun event like if yeah. you ever get to go to one i mean listen there's the one in august if you get to go to it just go again i, I would highly recommend because again it is just it's very fun and there's a little bit of everything i think i just i wish it wasn't so expensive otherwise i would just um i would just what do you call it um would want to like s- stay on premises mm-hmm. but i also just live 10 minutes away yeah that's that's the thing but I mean, parking is twenty five dollars a day. So, if you factor in, no, I would leave. I mean, I would leave my car at home. No, I mean, but other people who don't get rides there, oh. they have to pay twenty five dollars a day. So, if you factor that into the cost of the hotel, that's seventy five dollars for three nights. I mean, it makes the hotel a little bit more affordable if you think about that. Maybe. <laughs> I had the opportunity, but I was like, no, nah, it's fine. Like, I'll just, I'll, I'll come home. Um, hey, Josh and Tab as well, that I mentioned them earlier. They got me a really nice, uh, a picture of a bunch of uh, Brendan Frazier's. I really appreciated them. It's a really nice thing of them to do. Was it that one place? Yes. That, oh. But it was a small print. It was like a, a smaller oh, okay. sized one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that was fun. Uh, Jeremy, I mentioned earlier this week, and again, we'll be wrapping up soon because I'm we're both tired. Yeah, I'm very, very tired. It's Spider Man week this week. Yes. How excited are you for this new Spider Man movie coming out? Um, I am very excited. I think it's going to be really good. I'm concerned about when we have time to go see it. Um, uh, hopefully this weekend. I won't see it. I'm sure you're going to see it Thursday, I, right? I'm, Myself and Mark are leaving work. At, we have a, we're going to four o'clock showing, so we're probably going to leave around three thirty. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it right here down the street. Yeah, not my ideal choosing, but I've told Veronica we're going to go see it in various formats. I the last Spider Man I saw in every format, as well as Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I mean, once they only had it in like three or four formats, mm-hmm. um, but I very much want to do the same thing with the Spider Man because. Um, 
it, by all accounts, it's going to be a pretty fucking awesome movie. So I want to see it in IMAX. There's this thing called Screen X, which apparently is just like three screens. I don't know, but I yeah, want to watch that. That seems insane. Yeah, so that my um, uh, my Thursday evening and Friday are going to be made up of avoiding you guys. Um, I'm talking about all the spoilers you're going to have. Also avoiding the internet. Um, I'll just be playing Animal Crossing in my free time until I'm able to see um, probably, hopefully, Saturday. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I'm going to see it. I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. Like, it's, um, it's just one of those things where, like, <sighs> the fact that they're pulling off Multiple Spider-Man, because that's what the, you know, it's the worst yes. kept secret. It's, yes. I met, I told Punk, we were talking about it. I was like, it's a, is CM Punk coming back to the United States? And he's like, no, that's definitely a lot bigger than that. And I was like, no, shut up. You have no context to that. I was like, it's <laughs> just as big. Um, that's going to be exciting, you know? Um, I mean, again, like a seminal thing that just doesn't get to happen, you yeah. know? Like, you've never had, like, I mean, what I was going to say, like, you've never had a James Bond movie with all, like, several actors, but, like, well, that's not really how that role works. It's always, you know, it's the same person, mm-hmm. just, um, you know. Yeah, they don't have a Doctor Strange in that in that universe that can mel- uh, meld different uh, timelines. Well, also, I like, and there's been, like, I've talked so much where it's, like, the endless possibilities they can do with the Doctor Strange movie because, you know, a whole multiverse of madness where they can kind of just go everywhere. Um, did you watch Loki? Oh, yes. So, oh, yes. yeah, you know, like, they've, there's six, they're undergoing six weeks of reshoots. Not like, uh, well, not like, what is it? They call them like touch-ups. It's not, they're not like a reshoot. I mean, they're a reshooting thing, which six weeks is essentially a whole new movie that you're filming. Yeah. And they, they were like, oh, it's because they're adding Owen Wilson and, uh, you know, Loki and all them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm, don't think so. I think there's some other stuff going on, which again, it's just awesome. The endless possibilities that you can, you know, the, the rumors. I don't know if you've heard any of the rumors as to like, who's supposed to be showing up and stuff like that. Uh, just Batman, I've heard that. Um, the Transformers. Uh, all those. I think it, it's it's just uh, basically going to be... Do you remember that YouTube... There that... I guess it wasn't... This is before YouTube, I think. The internet video, the ultimate showdown of... Uh, ultimate Destiny or something like that. No, explain. Um, I'm, it must be before your time as I'm a little bit older. There's basically a, uh, a song and a cartoon that basically had every like superhero and like action star and like an ultimate battle. Um, I'll show it to you afterwards. Um, and then it ends with a, a very uh, unexpected winner. Um, but basically it's just all these different things. That's how I imagine the new Doctor Strange should be just like all these different uh, um, groups all coming together, even ones that aren't even licensed. It's kind of like, remember uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? When Mickey Boy, Mouse yeah. showed in that, it was like, holy cow, they got everyone. I mean, do you want to hear some like some no. of the rumors that I've, people I, are throwing? We've talked about it on the show. I know, um, I think you said X-Men. There's a chance that they come in. Daffy Duck. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, oh no, Daffy, Daffy's Warner Brothers. More likely, you're gonna have uh, Donald show up. Yeah, 
or Howard. Oh, oh Howard's already. He's already in. I, I yeah, he's canon. He's MCU yeah. baby. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm pretty excited. I'm also pretty fucking tired. I so tired. In fact, I'm. I, I can't read all the Patreon people. I love all you people in the Patreon, of course. Like I mentioned. Uh, by the time you'll be listening to this, uh, Christmas cards and stuff will have been emailed out or sent out. Um, that or Tuesday again, just I don't know. Some people might not respond to the message right away. Regardless, you guys are getting Christmas cards. Thank you again, to everyone, and thank you again for being patient as far as with the Patreon stuff. Like I you know, I am I'm mad at my words. So I'm delivering everything. It is just taking a little bit longer because again, um, it is no longer myself and stake. So I have to kind of just run down and and you know get people to to do this stuff with me. And of course, Trevor Outlaw wonderfully been helping me out as well as cousin Jeremy here. But it is just working around everyone's schedules accommodating everyone's schedules uh again man of my word you guys will be getting all the content you know uh for that uh but yeah jeremy i'm fucking tired bro oh, i'm i'm tired as well all right you guys uh well for the pwt cast this week i've been scrump and this is jeremy and this is friend of the show kenny omega kenny omega here friend of the show we've run out of things to say here at the pwt cast and so i must bid you adieu goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.